0: welcome back everyone to talking it out with mike and brian today we have a very special guest you guys we've been listening to you we hear you and we knew we needed some estrogen on here so we brought our friend demi burnett from season 23 the bachelor to talk it out with us how are you demi
1: hi i'm so good i'm so glad to be here you guys are so cool doing this podcast together i love
2: this (laughs) i'm glad to have you you on for y'all of you guys that are listening but not able to see us, Demi looks fantastic. She got the curls in today, so we're glad to see your face and get to hear you and talk to you today.
1: Oh, thank you, baby. I appreciate
2: it. No problem, baby. <laughs> but today, mm-hmm. before we get started, we're going to do the hot takes, right? This is something new that we're starting here on our podcast. We love the hot takes. Hot takes, if you don't know and unfamiliar, is basically we're going to talk about something that's passionate to us and get right into it. If we disagree, we disagree. Brian, how about you start us off with your hot take for
0: today? All right, Mike. Um, this one's basically a pet peeve of mine. Okay, and I actually okay. saw this on my feed, and I laughed because the man is the man's reaction was basically every man that I that I've ever known. Right? So, ladies, I mean, don't tell your man that you're not hungry and tell him not to order you food, and when he gets <laughs> his food. You start picking at it, you know, stealing fries, stealing nuggets, whatever, whatever the case may be. And this isn't just, you know, oh, let me have one. Like pretty much by the end of it, you you guys pretty much went half on all the food, and that's what we—that's not what we signed up for initially when we purchased the food. Brian, it's how like, old are you? I'm 41 years old, man. Right, I'm a bro, grown so ass man.
2: You a grown ass man, so your grown ass man should know by now. You got to order. Two different uh, things, bro. You're, exactly. you're right. Already.
0: You're exactly. y- you know what? I'm gonna have to do that. And it's funny because in the video, he he switched. She switched it up a little bit. She switched food. So like, he bought a hamburger. She bought a chicken sandwich. He's like, I don't want this. Take this. And the guy's reaction was off the board. But you in general, two that you like. <laughs> I, what if? But what if I don't he, want a chicken sandwich? Has- I ordered a burger because I ordered a burger.
1: What then, you gotta do is you gotta get. This is what me and my dad do. We both get something on the menu that we both want, but we can't decide between the two. And you we get it. one of each, and then we split it half and half.
0: But like, what's Demi, I want to get the female opinion on this. Like, what goes through your head? What Like, what goes through women's head when they don't order anything, and then they're like, oh, I want a fry. I want this. Like, is that a test? What's going on? No, it's
1: because once, once you start smelling those nuggies, oh. you start smelling those fries you're like "Mm, maybe like I would like one like they smell so good or like you know now all of a sudden I just want a bite like I'm not the kind of girl who's gonna eat half the plate but I'm definitely gonna take a bite and whenever guys are like you can't even have a bite and they're stingy about it I'm like oh my gosh (laughs) calm down let me have a bite
0: I'm gonna get you a whole one and you could save it for later you could eat some now some later
1: it's it's a waste
0: no you know you're gonna want it later you know you're gonna want a little late night snack later possibly
1: Stick
0: those chicken nuggies in the air fryer. <laughs> there you go. There you
2: go. You don't eat Rachel food, Brian?
0: No. I exactly. Usually, I, I, I usually <laughs> order my own. I have I have my plate. She has hers. We're good. Hey, you
2: just got... We're going to lose this battle, bro. You just <laughs> got right. to lose this battle. You're right. We're going lose this battle. This
0: episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage... All the way to the "we just hit a million orders" stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/specialoffer. All lowercase. That's Shopify.com/specialoffer.
2: Right, so my hot take for the day is: uh, uh, some time ago, I was seeing this woman. We were uh, dating, uh, you could say, and we went out. We had some drinks. So we were tipsy. If we would have been pulled over by the police, we would have you know, failed the breathalyzer, right? So we took an Uber for those that care about our safety. And we got back to the house, and this woman told me this story. I'll tell you the story, but her friends, she told her friends what took place, right? And one of her friends started crying. Uh, and she told me this story. I'm like, damn, why'd your friend cry? And she was like, because she's been taken advantage of in a situation to where she was drunk, and she's not used to hearing men allow them, allow, you know, take care of the woman, put her in bed, and then leave and or just go to sleep, right? And let her be in peace, right? And so my hot take of the day is simply this. Fellas, how about like when you out with your lady or whatever, when you out with your person, they cannot consent when they're drunk. It's as simple as that. I'm tired of like, you know, hearing all these cases come out. We got Deshaun Watson, we got all these people coming out with these cases. Just stop it. It's, It's simple to me. Like, Stop sleeping with women when she's drunk and/or you're drunk. It's just—it's not what we do. It's 2021. Get over that shit.
0: So, are you saying both people should be
2: sober every time you have sex? I'm I'm saying you can have a drink or two, right? But you don't need to be messing with somebody when they're drunk. It's that simple, bro. It's it truly is that simple. This includes mm-hmm. your wife and/or husband. Like people sometimes forget, like, oh, I can take advantage of. My spouse, because I'm married to them. No, the hell you down. not Of course, yeah. No, you're yeah, right.
1: Yeah, it's a very, very like fine line too. Because like, I mean, I love like sloppy drunk sex, but um, See, like it, I it, also, it if, if I'm blacked out, just because you can't remember it, it's even more sick. Because you're like, well, they must have remembered it, and like, what was I doing? Was I just like unconscious? Like that's really weird. Um, but it's just kind of like something that our society has just like adapted to. It's just crazy, like if you think about it that way because we have adapted to it just being like, okay, yeah, I made a mistake last night, but it's like, I didn't make a mistake. Like, I mean, maybe getting drunk was the mistake, but like that doesn't mean that I deserve to be taken advantage of and not remember any of it. And like, that's really weird.
2: No, I'm, I'm your brother and I got your back. Fuck that, you didn't make a mistake by getting drunk. Shit, have fun, you feel me? Yeah. Like, have fun. But here on Talking out from two male perspectives and having you on today, we, discuss real shit and we're gonna set the tone of what the society needs to be like. And having sleeping with someone blacked out is not what it is.
1: You don't have the consent and giving the consent is more than just like, like for me, like I've used sex as like a really fun thing. I love sex, but whenever it comes down to that, now you're coming down to like psychological things.
2: And just, I'm gonna end it with this right here. Why even have sex with someone that is blacked out? Like yeah you, you pleasure in that you, yeah you ain't you ain't king ding right you ain't doing that big like
1: <laughs> straight up <laughs> probably like. just because it's easier and
2: that's that that's a that's whole other issue part. yeah that's, that's, the, the, that's yeah. the that's the that's the
1: disgusting
0: advantage yeah
1: i want
2: my girl to be like yo mike you did that you know what i
0: mean like yeah <laughs> like, yeah you wanted her to remember
2: it you wanted to tell you about it in the morning too you know what i mean but yes, she can't remember i love you guys hot takes uh but we have demi burnett in the house today and so I can't wait for us to be able to talk to her about sex positivity, sexual harassment, uh, things that have taken place against her and how she's just a badass woman and she continues to do so and how we all can learn from her. So let's get into it. But but Demi, see, this is why we, baby, this is why we got you on today. Like, we love you because you're just a person that always speaks your mind in this franchise. You are a pioneer in that regard. My conversations with you online, offline are always hilarious and just Mm -hmm. forward. You know forwarding the conversation uh you're sex positive you say you love sex hell i love sex lord knows it i got some things coming yeah. out in the future in regards to it uh you're the first person in the franchise you know to have the same sex relationship i was there with you uh you know in bachelor in paradise 2019. man it seems like so long ago oh, right wow <laughs>
1: it's ages <been>
2: so long <laughs> so so long ago
0: so demi um i want to take you back you know when you were on paradise you know you were so outspoken and you were so sex positive and you were actually the first person in the bachelor franchise to have a same-sex relationship on screen which is which basically makes you a pioneer so i want to know what was the moment leading up to that like what was going through your head like wow i am about to come out and basically do something that's never been done like what, were, what was going through your mind during that time
1: You know, it was a very, very complicated time. Uh, I've never felt more scared and insecure and like not unsure because I knew I wanted her, but like uh, just fearful of the way other people would perceive it, especially like the public. Yes. But I'm like, you know, uh, in the time it's like 2019, like, you know, being a homosexual or being in the LGBTQ community is, Uh, much more accepted at that time than it has been in the past. So I wasn't too worried about public perception. I knew that like there would be a lot of people that would, you know, stand up for me that were in the community as well. Or just people who are good people that would stand up for me. And the biggest thing though was like, I feared for my family, like not Mm -hmm. my parents, my parents, they knew, like they were totally accepting of me. Uh, They said that they always had an inkling that I was into both. Um, but it was more about like the more conservative members of my family, like the grandparents Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And, um, having a fear that I would disappoint them, embarrass them, let them down. It weighed really heavily on me. And that's what gave me the most anxiety is like, uh, just feeling like I was doing something wrong, even though I know I wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah. And so that's why like, you know, after the day I got engaged, less than 24 hours later a producer comes into our hotel room and says hey we just want to let you we don't have our phones still or anything like we're just like enjoying this like time we get together in the hotel and a producer comes in and says hey just so you know reality steve has already leaked that you guys got engaged and i'm like what he's already outed me to my family like not my parents but like every the world my whole family
0: and you hadn't told him anything right because that's what i read that you he basically jumped the gun
1: no, I definitely did not tell my grandparents anything. I told my parents but not my grandparents. No. like gotcha. I didn't talk to any of the other family members like in my family. family is more than just your parents. yeah of <laughs> and your siblings. like there's a lot of people out there and like a lot of people that I felt like I was letting down and like I was I felt like I was embarrassing them. and so like and then Christian hadn't come out to her family entirely. so she was really upset about it. And I mean, I, I remember whenever I got my phone back, I talked to my grandma and she's bawling her eyes out oh, wow. saying, I can't believe you did that on national television. I like disgusted with me. She was watching it with like her or not watching it. She was reading about the spoilers with her youth group, like, or not youth group, church group. I don't, I call it a youth group because that's all I remember from church. Um, but like her uh, small group, I guess you would call it. And she's like, yeah, we all like saw it and like we and she's crying and she's just like, I can't believe you would do this. Blah, blah, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I didn't think you were going to take it this bad. And I bet you would have taken a lot better if it came from me and you didn't like read about it. And like I did embarrass you in front of your friends. And I know that she doesn't have an ill intent across it. Like it's just how she grew up. She grew up thinking it was wrong. But like she knows me and she knows like I'm not a bad person. Yeah. Like were you Um, able to
0: like sit down with her and like flush that out and, you know, explain to her how you were feeling?
1: You know, it's kind of put a big hinder on our relationship. Mm. Um, But I, my grandpa, so her husband, he basically told her like it doesn't matter because we will do whatever we can to have Demi in our lives. Like, it doesn't matter, all of that stuff. So he, like, talks some sense into her. And even my grandma's mom, my great-grandma, she's a German woman. And she's like, ah, it doesn't matter. She's like, none of it matters. She's like, who cares if she likes girls? Who cares? And so (laughs) um, her
0: life, yeah.
1: Yeah, and and so, like, she's kind of come around to it. But I think that she just was so conditioned to think it was wrong that she, it's going to always be hard for her to understand. But I'm okay with that. I just, you know, want her to know that, I am exactly who I've always been with her. I'm still wow. that little girl that she, you know, would give bubble baths to and feed me like cheese plates in the bubble bath and spoil me and like be yeah. so cute. And I'm I'm still the nice, sweet human I've always been just because like who I like, it doesn't change any yeah. of that. And I think that she knows that. And it, But it did cause a huge strain on our relationship for a while. And that's what hurt the most was the damage that it did uh, in my relationships with my family. Mm.
2: Damn you reality, Steve. Uh, can you just touch on, in your words, exactly what sex positive means to you?
1: Um, you know, I heard this on a TV show. I can't remember what TV, I, it might have actually been Shameless. I heard it a while ago. and it love was, that show. Uh,
0: right? Second, oh second my God, Of course I
1: do. <laughs> <laughs> of course I do. Yeah. It's because I'm re watching it right now. So it's on my mind. But um, someone in the show, it was actually a trans man in the show, and he's talking about sex positivity. And he said, All sex is good sex as long as it's safe and consensual. And so, like, that's what positivity is. Like, sex positivity is for me. It's not judging people based on something people have like this crazy stigma around sex and how like I mean I grew up in a way where it was viewed as bad and wrong and like only do it if you're married to this person and whatnot uh, just from everyone around me and then one day I I wasn't I was a virgin till I was 18 and then I had sex and I was like what's the big freaking deal like why is everyone tripping over this like it's just fun and so it's like I celebrate sex and I think that sex is great. And I think it's good for people and it's your choice. If you want to have sex, have it. I don't care if you don't, don't have it. I don't care either. Um, So it's just about being like supportive of sex and less shameful because it has been so shamed in the past.
2: So Demi, I was asking you about sex positivity and I like your definition of it. I would add that it doesn't have to be just sex, right? Uh, So for example, breastfeeding in public. I think that is something of sex positivity Ooh. as well. Uh, when it comes to, I'm not a woman, so I don't have like b- a big breast per se, but I know that sometimes wearing a bra, that shit can be tight. You know what I mean? So <laughs> if, if a woman doesn't decide to wear a bra, that's why are we, why do people trip over that? And then-
1: I don't wear them. I don't wear
2: them. Mm-mm. A, mm no, yeah. I'm I'm You said, Anti-bra club.
1: No, they hurt. They really, like they're they very uncomfortable. And I remember never I was working at Hooters, I would wear a sports bra because like I didn't want to wear a regular bra. And even the sports bra, I'd get home from work every day and I'd just be scratching underneath my titties, yeah. like all that all that material rubbing all day, suffocating you. And I was like, this is so awful wearing a bra every day. Like it's- if you can't handle seeing a nipple through a shirt, like you got nipples too. Like everyone's got nipples.
2: That's the yeah, funny thing. We people talk so much crap about people that are sex positive. But they love this shit. Like deep down inside, I think yeah. about Mia Khalifa uh, when she was a porn star. And the people talking shit about her the most were the people that were watching her the most. Like the freakiest of- ones, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, are you freakier if you like you think it's taboo or you talk bad about it? I mean, yeah, I- a lot of times those might be the people that are worse or the most, you know, the the, the people that think about sex the most.
1: <laughs> exactly. And these we got a bunch of animals on this planet. None of them are wearing clothes. None of them have are covering up their you know boobies for anyone, you know. So it's like, what's the big deal? Like you can.
0: It's, it's just, part of nature. It's it's normal. Like, it's biology. Yeah. Control
1: this. You want me to put my boobs in holsters to make you more comfortable? <laughs> I don't think so.
0: I'm oh, sorry. That was funny. <laughs> so, so Demi, let me ask you something. Like, how did you? I mean, you mentioned it was like during that high school time. Like. How, how did you get to this place of being so comfortable with your sexual identity? Like, was there somebody that influenced you during that time that you t- spoke about?
1: Um, so I think what happened was whenever I was in high school, I was kind of known as like the virgin, like kind of like a tease because I thought that if I had sex with someone, everyone was going to talk bad about me, call me a slut, call me a whore, call me a hoe, all these things. And the weight of those words, uh, I valued the weight of them at that time in my life just because I didn't really know any better. And then at 18, I lost my virginity, went to college, went on a sexcapade, had the best time of my life. And then I realized, like, I don't even care if people are saying that I'm a slut or a whore because I'm having fun and I feel good about this. And I'm not hurting anyone and I'm not hurting myself. So what does it matter?
2: Uh, when was that switch? Like, was there do you remember any, uh, somebody that switched to say, I don't give a fuck? I love it. Yeah, I'm not hurting nobody. Was, what was that?
1: was um well also a lot of people like they like talk about me behind my back and i used to really care about that but now i'm like if you hear someone talking about me don't tell me i don't want to know what they're saying behind my back because that's not my business i don't exactly care. that's like, their business. I'm i'm doing me yeah exactly i'm doing me if they're talking about me i love that i'm on their mind um but it was like probably my freshman year of college i like hooked up with this one guy and like a week later, I hooked up with like one of his fraternity brothers and he was like so mad at me. And I was like, dude, who cares? Like, we're just uh, having fun here. Like you weren't trying to wife me up.
2: When did you get like this this aura of big dick energy and how did you learn to- It's big demi energy. Yeah, let me get it right. It's both,
1: it right. it's interchangeable.
2: It's interchangeable, <laughs> baby. At what time, because we live in a world to where, when you have someone that is sex positive, for some reason, to some dumbasses out there, it speaks to oh, she's allowing me to open the door, or he's allowing me to open the door to say this and or do this, right? Just because of individual sex positive doesn't mean that you can disrespect me, right? Like, tell me some stories in regards to. Well, I don't want to know stories. I want to know your thoughts on. How does it feel when you are sex positive but you still get disrespected?
1: Um, it's very it's uncomfortable because a lot of the time I feel disrespected is with people I don't really know that much and uh just because I'm like friendly, it comes across as like an open gate to them to be that way. Like I I know I'm flirty. That's my personality, but like I flirt with everyone. Like I flirt with people not to be sexual about it, but to know that I see people and I want them to feel special because, uh, that's like one of the greatest feelings for me is whenever someone goes out of their way to make me feel special and it's not sexual at all. It's like, Hey, you're a human and I see you and I want to make you happy today. You know, I want to bring some kind of light to your life today. So whenever I do that with people, like, I mean, the other day it was like the Postmates man. And he was, oh, <laughs> disgusting. Like, I was so nice to him. I was just like, hi, yeah, like, how's your day going? Like, trying to be bubbly and friendly. And I was, like, kind of, I was halfway, like, in the door. So the door was, like, cracked. And uh, I was like, hold on, let me grab my wallet. Or let me grab my ID. Because I was ordering some uh, puff bars. And uh, I, like, grabbed my ID. And I was, like, giving them to him. And he, as I was, like, grabbing it, though, I could hear him. And he said, under his breath, but I still heard him. He was, like, a lot better now.
2: And he uh. was, like,
1: some, like. <laughs> Seventy-year-old, <laughs> overweight white man, like white hair, like very creepy. And I was just like, "Are you serious?" Like, <laughs> right? My Postmate driver and then my Uber drivers lately, I get the Uber Black XL, but I get it like late at night because like I want the safest option. I'm like, okay, if I get the most expensive one, maybe it'll be the safest.
0: And faster. Yeah. And my
1: Uber driver the other day, he's like, "Hey, sit in the front with me," and I was like uncomfortable, and I was like, "Okay, like, what? What am I gonna say?" No. So I get in the front seat and I'm just like he's driving me home he's chit chatting with me he's dropping me off he knows where I live now and he says can I have a kiss this man is like in his You're 60s serious. or 70s as well yes asking for a kiss and he's old man and I'm like no offense to any elder men but like I mean, do you think that I would be jumping aboard that train right now? No. Like, she reported his so, ass. Eight, any, I, I said, age. hell no. I looked at him and I said, hell no. What is wrong with you? And I got out of the car. But that's not the first time it's happened. I've had another Uber driver. And he stalked me outside of my house. And I'm like, can y'all just stick to your profession? Like, what is, Just because I'm nice and I'm trying to make you feel like a human being and trying to make you feel like, you know, uh, like special in this world and like, uh, you know, not just blowing you off and being a bitch to you. You're oh, going to take advantage of that f- and be so creepy.
0: I feel like a lot of guys have that problem. Like, they don't know to, how to decipher certain things. Like, they're thinking, oh, she's flirting with me. When in reality, you're just being a decent human being and being nice. Like, right. what advice can you give guys out there, like, to, to really know how to differentiate between the two?
1: I would say that no, your like place in the world. Like, I mean, be more self-aware. Yeah, if you're seventy years old and I'm twenty-six years old, like, I have to come on to you at that point. Like, it's not some magical (laughs) chemistry that you think we're feeling. Like, no, I'm just trying to be a kind human to you. And you know, also, I I mean, I, I understand how it could be hard to differentiate between flirting and friendliness. I get that. It's not like it's um, uh, uh, like something that um, I and am blaming them for. Yeah, it's not black and white. There is like a gray area. I am a flirty person. I get it. But if I'm clearly not making it in advances towards you and like you could tell like I'm just being friendly, like for you to be so bold to ask something so out of the ballpark like that, like can I kiss you or my day is better now because you're looking at me and I'm in like an oversized t-shirt and I clearly don't have pants on but can't see anything. You just made a weird fantasy out of it that's too far like just cool your role and play it by ear like even if you think maybe they're interested don't make a move until you for sure know that they are like if i'm interested in a guy i'm gonna be doing something different than just being really friendly and nice to you
2: and it's not just old men right it's at any age right i want to make sure that we distinguish yeah but like i always feel
1: the worst i feel the worst for old men because i'm like oh man they like they probably just want like, you know, which is a, a, a conditioning, social conditioning. Exactly. For me. That's I, was gonna like, I should not feel I should not feel bad about rejecting people and not kissing people and not giving these men this attention. But I just do because societal conditioning to it. You know, it sucks. But yeah, guys my age, they'll try to hit on me and I'll be like, get the F away from me right now. Like, don't even No, Go.
2: So for me out there listening to you, Demi, I want them to know that. You, a man could say, "Oh, I'm, I'm a pro feminism. I'm, I'm a feminist. I, you know, I respect women." But have that same energy when your male homies come and talk to you about what they've done and/or what took place within a woman, right? You need to check their ass, just like you respect that woman, because you really don't respect that woman if you're not checking your male friends. And so, with that being said, reality, Steve, you're not my friend, and I'm gonna check your ass right now. You're gonna talk. You're not gonna talk down to my friend, Demi, Christina, Jay, all my ladies in the game. I'm not going to have that. I won't have that. And I remember listening to our sister podcast, Clickbait, and Natasha was asking, Joe, has Reality Steve spoken to any men? And from my season, I don't know about you, Brian, he hasn't. And then I was listening, uh, or not listening, but I I, uh, read his uh, BS statement. And I think he he kind of alludes to it. He says that people it up, unfortunately, back then, That's what we were doing, degrading women to keep numbers up on the website. So I think that he specifically chose to come at women. And this is why I want men to know, you can't be pro-feminism if you're not defending women behind their back, right? Call your homies out. Call your male friends out. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. And I, I agree with that a lot. And I agree with that in that way and also reverse ways. We should all be checking each other, whether, you know, no matter what male, woman, trans human non-binary. being that yeah like like, that just shows good character oh. yeah like call me out for doing something that i shouldn't be saying and like i'm not the kind of person who's like no i stand by this i'm like oh my gosh i'm so sorry i realized that that was a really crappy thing to say about someone you know we all say things that we shouldn't say at times but it it really matters about like how you are willing to change them
0: So as far as uh, let's go back to reality, Steve, for a second, he actually came out with an apology, a long winded apology. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts because he actually addressed you specifically in his apology and we wanted to get your thoughts on it.
1: I did see that, um, you know, I feel a lot of ways about this because I I do believe that he it. I, I do understand his confusion because like I said, I feel like it, and it's not my fault, but like I can be confusing because I am so nice that people mistake it for um, more than just being nice and friendliness. But I would have a lot more respect for him if he were to just say, you know what? I was being creepy. I thought she was hot. I I made an advance I shouldn't have made. I shouldn't have done it. I just did it because I thought she was hot. But yeah, I get it. It was weird. Instead of this whole, I didn't know I had any power over these people. Like that power, everyone in Bachelor Nation or even just like anyone who would observe the situation could tell that there's a power dynamic there. It's a man who has dirt on us and who can ruin our lives. And if you will notice, which makes me the most mad because he doesn't acknowledge this, is that he has hated on me severely called me the worst name like the annoying she just does everything for herself like said the meanest things about me for since like i mean i guess it's been years now and then the second that i gave him the time of day just to like have peace with him i guess and have a somewhat kind of uh like relationship with him not that kind of relationship but just like a friendly relationship so maybe he would stop talking about me he stopped saying nasty things about me he the worst thing he said about me since that time that i like went on his live had this conversation with him the worst thing he said was jimmy's i guess isn't coming on my podcast he stopped saying i was annoying he stopped saying that i was super selfish he stopped saying all these ugly ugly things about me and he said nothing so clearly What I was doing worked. I was like, I'm going to get good with him so he won't talk bad about me. He won't bash me. He won't gossip about me. And it worked. And so for him to say he doesn't see the power dynamic, I'm like, you're not dumb, dude. You're not dumb. You're clearly very smart, very calculated. You know what you're doing. So just own the fact that you were being a creep and you were being inappropriate. And that's it. I don't need this. I had no idea and I never thought about the fact that I had a power over these women and blah, blah, that is BS to the T. BS. You would have to be someone who has never, ever, ever even heard of the show before to think that like someone who, you know, lives in Antarctica or something like, there's no way that you don't see the power dynamic. You can see it from every point of view. And you know that you have an army of people on your side that will go to bat for whatever you give them because you're giving them spoilers. So they're loyal to you because they rely on you for the spoilers and then you're giving them information about contestants. And like they said on the clickbait podcast, the validation comes from the spoilers always being correct or for the most part, correct. So then of course the gossip must be correct. Like you know that there's a power dynamic. There's no way you don't. And you even treat it that way because you started being nice to me once I, went, I started talking to you because like I had never talked to him before. I was mean to him. Like I and, like would tweet did, crap to him.
0: Did he call <laughs> you his friend like recently? Did he um, mention that or am I mistaken? Because like now in his he apology he's calling he, like, you his acquaintance.
2: He didn't say he didn't say the word friend in his apology or his Well, statement. he said
0: acquaintance in his apology. So I thought, A okay, statement. now before he she was your friend and now it's like, how many times have you even talked to this guy? And then when I saw it, it's like we barely talked. So that makes barely. his soul that makes his whole story about his sex dream even more creepy. Like it's like you barely even know, I know. this girl.
1: I know. It was really it was really weird. And for me personally, it was weird, but I'm I'm kind of used to it. Like uh, most women in America are used to this. Maybe around the world. I don't know how other cultures work with this kind of thing, but it was very uncomfortable. Um, so whenever I'm on the phone with him and he's telling me this stuff, I'm just like, oh, my God, it's so crazy, so yeah. funny, whatever. Uh, and then I'm like, this man has been bashing me on the Internet for so long and making people because there are people in Bachelor Nation, even if they're fans of the show, they're still fans of him because he gets the spoilers to them. Mm -hmm. So they're reading his spoilers and he's tainting their opinion on me by what he's saying, how annoying I am, how attention seeking I am, like all these things. So then that's tainting me. So like now a bunch of people are hating me and I'm getting all these negative comments about being annoying, about being this and that, because he started all this. Well, the second I made friends with him, he stopped saying all of that. So why wouldn't I make friends with him? You know, why Uh, wouldn't anyone?
2: That was a good psychology. Yeah that totally I, I, plays into the power dynamic that you're, that yeah, you're talking about too great psychology that you did I feel when I was listening to our sister station clickbait Tasha had me I was so enthralled by what she was saying in regards to how the, the again what you're saying the power dynamic right because as someone and fans get mad at, at us they're like you, you're, you're putting this a box right because if you respond to it fans are going to be like well, why, why, Yeah. Why, why are you so sensitive? Or this must be true because you're responding to it. And then in the same token, do you just shut up and be quiet and, and let someone talk shit about you and or say these things that may or may not be true? And so I just so I, I, I want to talk to the fans and say, you know, pay attention to the things that you're thinking and things that you're saying and the way that you're being influenced by someone. Right. These are still human beings. These ladies out here that Reality Steve is talking about, demon, you are a human being. And I think that at times when people see us on a TV screen, they almost forget that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And then they also mention, oh, you signed up for this. Yeah. And it's like, right hell, no, you know, nobody did. We nobody signed did. up to for it's, the opportunity <laughs> at love. Period. Exactly.
1: Oh well, I mean, I signed up for the opportunity at love and the opportunity to be on TV, but um <laughs> Well, I didn't I didn't
2: know how big but the show was and I I just didn't. So <laughs> But
1: but it's also it's like they do forget that we're humans, they forget that we're people, and they expect us to know how to do everything perfectly and curated and like know the right things to say, just because we were on a show. And it's like, we're on a reality TV show, they take us as humans in like a normal everyday life. Like, you know, I had a full time job, I, you know, I I didn't have any of the answers to anything. Like I'm just experiencing life as an average American human. And then now all of a sudden I'm supposed to know every single way to approach everything, how to say all the right things all the time and all this stuff and not be annoying or whatever. Like, okay, I'm annoying. I don't care. I'm annoying. Like, don't (laughs) talk to me then if you think I'm annoying. That's okay with me. But then you put that thought in other people's heads and then people are getting hate on it. Like you are just, like reality Steve is just creating a very negative environment for all of us encouraging people to make fun of us, encouraging people to have reasons not to like us and send us death threats and hate mail and like all this stuff. It's, it's just not right. And I, I, I mean, we're all sick of it, obviously, like people are coming out and that's not like what happened to me with him was awful. And, um, you know, the sad part is like, I could take it, you know, I yeah, can, I sure. could take it. I'm like, I, I've i experienced stuff like this before. But what didn't sit right with me was the thought that what if he does this to a woman who can't take it because she hasn't experienced this before. And so then she now, like this is gonna trouble her. She gets herself into a situation where with him that she doesn't know what to do. Uh, I can't live with myself knowing that I didn't at least warn someone that that could potentially happen to them because um, not everyone has the same story. Not all those women have the same story. And so I, I had to say something for the sake of the future of women that come out of this franchise so I could like at least try to protect them in some way because if he still is claiming he had no idea he had power over us what would he have done with that power that he has that he was not made aware of
0: kept on going no and I actually what's crazy about what you just said I actually love what uh, Natasha mentioned on clickbait where she basically talked about he came out with a live and turned off his comments because if i remember what she said he basically went there's so only so much hate that one person can take in 24 hours it's like ah. bruh ah. welcome to our world motherfucker like <laughs> are you serious yeah. it's like how do you like it when the shoe's on the other foot like come on that, man it's like, it just the other thing
1: too. yes like how do you like it when the shoe's on the other foot because you will sit there and trash every single one of us for clicks for views website traffic cheap laughs you will do all of that but whenever it's turned on you you want it to stop
2: yeah (laughs) i'm sorry but
1: we've all wanted it to stop for years now and you have continued to tear people down continuously and not only that yeah really fucking creepy bro like really fucking creepy like that's too much like you you know that you have a position of power. Stop pretending that you don't. I don't buy this whole I didn't believe I didn't have any power. I never thought about it that way. Bullshit. Bull fucking shit.
2: I you on that. How do you feel about him saying in a statement, there's going to be a point where we stop talking about this?
1: That's rich. It's very rich of him to say that. Are you kidding me? There's going to be a point where he stop talking about this? There's not, dude. Like, Because there's so many people like, No, we're not going to stop talking about this. We we will not stop talking about this because this is something that everyone needs to know about. This is like, you know, tell everyone Reality Steve is doing things that are things a lot of other men are doing out there every day in the world. Like, this is a a problem. This is very disgusting. This is not fair. And I know it's not just to the women, but like the women, you know, we're the most vulnerable. So maybe he like targets it First, but the men too like he talks mad shit about all of us he talks mad shit and it's it's so not fair because he doesn't even really know us and like the second he got to know me and then tried to like weirdly take some kind of sexual advance towards me then he was like okay i'll stop talking crap about her and i'm like that right there is manipulation that right there is the the entire problem that is your power that you're using and for you to say you don't see it that way is complete bullshit and you're doing it all for money for money
0: and i'm sure he's getting paid really well which is a sad part like taking advantage of all these people
1: his intent is not good like you know in life we make mistakes we say things we don't mean we do things we don't realize what we're doing but our intent is never uh like we don't realize like our intent came across that way. or we're like our intent is still to be a good person. Like, oh, my intent. Let's I thought you were pretty, or blah, blah. No, his intent is I want to ruin your life. It's terrible yeah. intent. It's well, I want to embarrass you. I want to make people question you. It's nasty intent. And his intent is also money. It's all about getting paid. He said, oh, I will destroy defame your character for money. It's all about the intent.
2: I definitely so. I felt that when he I agree with you guys, both of you. And it's the intent was completely wrong he's doing it for money he's it when he said i can't be canceled that to me was such that's a,
1: hilarious like,
2: that's some no, pompous was, it was shit right there pompous <laughs> narcissistic oblivious uh male chauvinistic when he said we're going to stop talking about this like bro and that's the
1: power that, said, you ha- the power that you you the power that you have we taking me.
2: that shit back the power but that, listen the power that you have reality you see we're taking it back you're gonna learn today baby isn't that <laughs> wasn't that like
0: his original sentiment like, I can't be canceled. Yeah, like, like, him mentioning the, that yeah. right off that? the bat. Like, that, th- you said that with your chest, bro. That is your true yeah. feeling, like, behind it all. So, it's like, now for him to come out with the apology, I mean, to me, it's just words at this point, right? It's like,
2: he well, said all that the... that was what
1: motivated me. I said, he can't be canceled?
2: Watch this. Oh,
1: no. Oh, no, baby. <laughs> You're gonna learn today, exactly. You're gonna
2: learn today, baby. We're gonna put that on the hoodie, right? You're gonna learn today, baby. The, mm-hmm. the issue with people... Like I I support people apologizing, right? None of us is perfect, right? But when you make, I don't even even wanna say the the, the words, he don't deserve my intelligent words. (laughs) When you say oblivious shit, like I cannot be canceled. There's gonna be a point where we stop talking about this. Your actions are showing me that you are only apologizing because you got caught. Yep. Not because of what you did. So therefore, homie, not homie, I can't take, accept your apology, right? And exactly. I, need to, I need people to know that. Like we apologize because one, we we made either one or two ways we apologize. One, we we genuinely fucked up and we, you know, we were put in check. Like Demi, you had mentioned you had been put in check earlier and I appreciate you saying that. And then two, when we like, damn, I got caught. I'm just gonna do whatever I need to do. Like I said about Chris, when I said he's gonna have to do his apology tour, right? It's reactive.
0: It's performative. Yeah, it's it's
2: performative. Exactly. I I just I don't fuck with that.
0: No. And I mean, I I agree. And I mean, think about what he said, like, I cannot be canceled. I mean, is that not the definition of like a power trip? (laughs) Yeah, for him him not to think that he had. There's a power dynamic with these relationships. It's
2: like, I cannot be canceled. Like, bro, who are you, homie? He needs to humble himself And the way that he needs to humble himself is that it's going to be the fans. Taking the power and humbling Steven. Exactly. Don't go on his I mean,
0: like there it's one thing to spoil the show. I mean, the guy that's how he originally got his fame, but then like all that extra shit where you get into other people's personal lives and you know, you're just basically going off hearsay or rumors or text messages that could be uh, you know, faked for whatever reason, like that's just crossing the line. And that's where, you know, and I, I mean imagine what it must feel like for, like Demi, your friends and family, you know, that when he talks shit about you, like they hear all this stuff. Do they start, do they start doubting you now? Do they start questioning you whether, you know, certain news out there is true or not? You know, and they may look at you differently and that really sucks. I mean, he's infiltrating like your personal life and that's not something he should do. Like one, again, one thing is spoiling the show. If you want to do the rumors and about who won or whatnot, then that's fine. But I mean, what he's doing is just crazy it's the wrong.
1: Personal opi- it's the personal opinions are what make it wrong. And, uh, like, yes, yeah, so if you want to spoil the show, go for it. But the second you start calling people names, saying how much you dislike someone, and you know you have, like, a loyal fan base to you, like, people go to him for the spoilers. And then they see him saying these nasty things about us. And then they start thinking those things because they trust him. Because surely he must be right, since he's right about his spoilers, like we talked about and that's not fair and then it's also not fair that we have to try to like work with him and he's so weird and creepy and like I remember being on the phone call with him and I texted my dad as I'm on the phone with him and he's telling me about his sex stream. I text my dad and I'm like dad I'm on the phone with reality TV telling me about a sex stream right now and my dad texts me he said get off now <laughs> and like i mean i have that? every bit of textual ev- evidence of all of these things happening but like i don't even need them because it's already believable by just seeing the one screenshot that i posted because it's like that that uncomfortable and if and if he wasn't that like uh unsure of how uncomfortable he was making me or potentially going to make me he wouldn't have said keep it a secret he wouldn't have said i really hope you don't tell anyone about this like that right there exactly if you don't want someone to tell someone about something like that means that you're doing something shady
2: I want to get, I want to say something bigger than reality, Steve, right? Bigger than Steven, which affects all of us in society. Because if you are in any business, in order for your business to profit, people have to know about you, right? And Steven said something in his statement today, which he said back then when he started off, he was doing the same thing Perez Hilton was doing, uh, like all these reality shows were doing, all these outlets were doing, and people were eating it up. And so now I want to put the onus on us. As audience, right? When we see this shit, we need to stop feeding into it. We need to stop giving them clicks. We need to, st- yep. we, we need to breed positivity. There's, I don't really care if the dude spoils the show. I really don't. People, that, that's an outlet. People want to see that, right? Some people want it. Some people don't. That I have no issue with. But when you come at people, we have to stop feeding into that. It's, it's, it's human nature for us to, on my IG, I get more likes when I smile. So guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna start smiling more, right? Where we see what people like And what people pick up So I'm calling all of us out And we gotta stop Letting him pick that shit up Because obviously We were enabling that In the sense of Enabling Not enabling The way he spoke to Demi I wanna make sure I got that Make sure everyone knows that clear Not enabling the way That he spoke to you I'm talking about enabling him For talking shit about people No not only talking shit But talking shit You know
0: with fake news as evidence right i mean his whatever journalistic integrity he had i mean took a major blow i mean you look at somebody like uh jenna cooper i mean i was hearing on uh the chatty broads uh podcast like
2: she almost took her life
0: she almost took her life because of all the shit and it's like everything was fabricated and it's like you're really fucking not only with you know somebody's personal life, but their mental, uh, the mental aspect of their life. And it's just like, man, I mean, exactly. if people, like if people don't so see awesome. that, yeah. Like if people don't see that and like take this guy's news with a grain of salt from now on, I mean, again, you know, if he snaps a picture, he knows who went home on week three, you know, I mean, if there's evidence to that, okay, great. You could believe that. But like all this hearsay and talk about other people and their personal lives. Like, I think if you didn't hear the news from the horse's mouth, or that person's mouth, then you know you got to take it with a grain of salt.
1: Well, it's just like he knows what he's doing. Like obviously, yeah. he's not talking all this shit about people for them to like get positive reactions. Like he's promoting hate. Absolutely. He's promoting the hateful messages. He's promoting the death threats. He's encouraging people to do these things, and that is just completely the wrong way to behave. And there's there's no excuse for that. And there's uh, his apologies have not been enough for him like for me to like even consider like it's forgiveness because it's like dude you purposefully are ruining people's lives like you know what your comments are doing to them you know this you know there's a power that you have you you're not stupid you're clearly not stupid you're figuring out all these all this information about people and you're loading up a gun and just taking people out target by target with it and like ruining people's lives and hurting them so much and I have no respect for it. I have. I will not forgive him until he can just be straight up about it and be like, yeah, you know what? I knew what I was doing and I shouldn't have done it. And I, I do feel bad about it now. And, you know, some kind of apology. I don't even know what it would look like. But this whole, I didn't know. Blah, it's going to look like some like action. It's not it. It's
2: going to look yeah, like some action.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Well, Demi, I mean, as you know, your big brother. We love and support you. And we want to let you know that your feelings are 100% validated. And the people need to be held accountable. Steven needs to be held accountable. I want to ask, like, what advice do you have for women and or people who may be afraid to speak out in situations like this? Whether it be in the workplace, because the three of us don't have a traditional corporation workplace. So what is your advice to those individuals when they have a a power dynamic, when someone is taking advantage or treating them disrespectfully, whether it be harassment, assault, anything in that regard? You know, uh, it's,
1: It's a lot easier said than done, obviously. It's very scary because, uh, I don't know, as women, we just, like I said, societal conditioning. So, you know, I don't want to be the one who, like, holds the torch and says, like, this is what we should do. But I think that going about it publicly is easier, not easier, but a safer route because then it's not just – You're not alone coming out against somebody. So then you have like support from other people and you don't feel like you were in the wrong because like you could accuse or not accuse. You could like speak your truth about something. You could say what happened and then there will be people that doubt you. And, you know, if you just tell them personally and they'll be like, are you sure that's what happened or maybe this, maybe that. But if you do it publicly, you have the opinion of the masses and then you get that support that you need. Um, like I've had a few people reach out to me after I came out about reality C, which I didn't want to do that. Like that made me sick to my stomach. That made me scared. I, you know, I felt in some weird twisted way, felt terrible about it, but I knew I had to, to protect future people and future women. But there was women that came out to me and they messaged me and I don't know how true they are or not. So like, I'm not saying this hundred percent facts. They gave me detailed stories of similar situations with reality steve that wow. they had encountered women in dallas about how like almost the similar things about sex streams and uh weird weird things oh, and they God. asked me not to share them publicly so i don't know if they are completely true or not so i don't want anyone to think like you know take that as a fact but it's still it's like they're even scared to go out you know and speak about it if it is true or whatever it might be but i think it's just it's important to not base your opinion on the people close to you if um you know because they want to protect you as well so maybe doing it more publicly speaking out about it on a platform where more people can be aware share their stories with you and then you don't feel so alone in it and you don't feel wrong for it whenever you know that you haven't done anything wrong does that make sense yeah
0: no i i totally agree with you i feel like it's like a power in numbers thing, like all you women yeah. came together and came out, you know, Jenna and Jade and Christina, you. I mean, that's very powerful. You know what I mean? And I commend you, ladies, for being so brave and, you know, not putting up with this. And Tasha. like you said, and Tasha as well. And like you said, I mean, you've probably inspired people out there to come forward, you know, maybe not necessarily with Reality Steve, but in their own situations where, you know, they're afraid to
2: come out. So kudos to you well you said something in that demi that made me feel a type of way it made me feel sad right for my for my gender some not all women feel inferior to men or scared of men or of what men may do that's sad i need men out there to you know it's like it's like me being black in america I, i I feel that other people are scared of me at times. Well, I take the bass out of my voice when I see an old lady, right? And we need to hear that. Let that sink into our souls as men and do our damnedest not to let the next person walk down the street, the next lady that we see and encounter ever feel that way. I really, I, I can't impute enough how much I want men to hear my words right now when I say this. That's, that's, terrible. that's a terrible feeling that you feel that way because it shouldn't be. And I I stand with you. You know, I got your back on everything. You already know that. Um, I just genuinely need me to know that. And then to what you were saying as well, it made me think of uh, the women of season 25 when I thought it was amazing. Like when they all came together and it goes to what you were saying, power in numbers, right? Uh, I love your response to that. No one is saying that you have to have the right answer. But what Demi, I need you to know is that someone hears you and someone's listening to you. Right. And they're going to be able to stand up to the situation that they're in right now. So I thank you for that as well.
1: Thank God. you, Mike. You're so sweet. Y'all are both so sweet to me. Thank you. And, you know, I'm still going to talk shit about like, you, though. I, you know, I love a good roast. Roasting is my love language, baby. Let's go.
2: But then we loved having you on. We're going to have to have you on again. Uh, yeah, again, girl, thank, thank you so, you so much, much for being on the pod today. You know, I'm talking about the bravery, courage. Thank
1: you. Appreciate thank you, you guys for having me. Um, Mike, I miss you. Brian, I've never met you, but <laughs> please give your wife a hug and a kiss for me because I'm obsessed with her. we Will
2: do. we Will do. I love having Demi on today, man. I can't emphasize enough that we appreciate her. We believe her. We have her back. Uh, she, she was courageous. We don't stand for anything of any negativity, quite honestly, for it. And I stand by my words. If you're a man and you say that you are a feminist and you there you have respect for women, you need to call out your other male counterparts when they do some stupid stuff. Simple as that. 100% man and like again I speak for
0: the male the male species as well. Like our job is to protect these women, you know what I mean? Like we want to protect them, we want to serve them, we want to you know, cherish them and respect them at the end of the day and you know, anything less is not acceptable. And again, I'm just really proud of demi for coming out and you know joining forces with all these other powerful women that Mm -hmm. you know called out the bullshit straight up and uh you know i hope you know reality steve knows what he did
2: and you know he shows some accountability for it definitely so his his statement it was so egotistical like we spoke about this is we're gonna we're gonna all forget about this guys bro i'm done so i I will say like i said everyone else it's via your action. We are, I will mess Correct. up. I will Correct. mess up. I have messed up. I write about it in my book that I've messed up. It's your actions. And that exactly. action was not right.
0: Exactly. And I mean, at the end of the day, those are just, those are just words. And it's like, you got to question whether he did that, you know, is he doing that as like a PR move as a, you know, a damage control move or it's like, I got to save, I got to save my money or I got to protect what I got and i'm just gonna come out with all this uh all these words and you know he said he said it all all the key words you know i'm gonna hold myself accountable i'm gonna do better etc etc and you know we don't need all that like you said mike we need action and on that note it's been it's been a great podcast i thoroughly enjoyed it i thought we flushed a lot of things out and uh to all of our listeners
2: Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. We appreciate you all. We definitely do appreciate you. I want to I want to hear from you all. Like we on Talking Out, truly read. I don't know if y'all see on our IG. I like and comment back onto all of y'all. We genuinely want to hear from you guys on what topics that you want to hear. Your opinions, your stories, and your insights. So please don't forget to leave us a like, a comment, follow. Message us on social at Talking Out BN. That's Talking Out BN's Bachelor in His Nation on our IG, Facebook, and Twitter. And as always, baby, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Wondery app or wherever you listen to right now. Don't DM me no more. Make sure you get that subscribe, baby. Hit that subscribe button.